Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. Today, real excited for this. This is I'm going to be borrowing some ideas from someone else. I'll give full credit, but um, we're going to talk about some like philosophy, underpinnings of what makes someone really good at business. If people uh, want to get rich, they want to get, they want to be wealthy. Well, there's. It's 2022, and it's just not the same as it was 40 years ago. There are there's an amazing levers out there, and when you think of a lever, you think of um, of uh, those little teeter totters where like you know someone um, if if the lever is big enough, uh, you can move weight that is like you know 10 times, 100 times your size. And with the internet, you can move things, you know, a thousand plus times your size. So, okay, I've been a little bit abstract, but I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do with this podcast episode. Uh, there is a, um, a tweet thread by this guy named Naval. He's a Silicon Valley type, but he, he moved kind of into this space of uh, business philosophy. And actually, sometimes at its core, it is just like, you know... Uh, philosophy in itself that like and what i really like about that every single person listening to this podcast episode right now is going to hear something different you are in a different position in your life than you will be in five years than you were five years ago and it's going to be able to apply to you and i know that some of you guys are really going to like this and you're going to be like just like fist pumping in the air totally uh jacked and excited to um to do cool things. So I'm going to jump into this thread. It's called How to Get Rich Without Getting Lucky. I'm going to read it and then do some commentary on how that applies to e-commerce and Amazon sellers, which is primarily an internet business, which is a new phenomenon. No one's been able to do quite like what we, uh, we've we been able to do for more than 10 years. Like that's kind of where we're at. And even 2022, it's different than it was a few years ago. Uh, but the basic principles still apply. And uh, okay, I'm just going to dive in and give us a little bit of commentary along the way. It's so good. I've read this like six times and I've, I've even listened to uh, a commentary on it. But no one's given commentary on, on how to get rich uh, without getting lucky in the Amazon e-commerce world. So here we go. How to get rich without getting lucky. Seek wealth, not money or status. Wealth is having assets that earn while you sleep. Money is how we transfer time and wealth. Status is your place in the social hierarchy. Understand that ethical wealth creation is possible. If you secretly despise wealth, it will elude you. Ignore people playing status games. They gain status by attacking people playing wealth creation games. You're not going to get rich renting out your time. You must own equity, a piece of a business, to gain your financial freedom. You'll get rich by giving society what it wants but does not yet know how to get at scale. So I think right there is the quickest and easiest way for an Amazon seller to like uh, think, you know, giving society what it wants, giving customers what they want, and you could do it at scale. Amazon FBA scales, that's 
doing, you know, selling 100 units or 1,000 units, if you're the owner and designing things, it's actually about the same amount of work. So um, a core part of everything that you do is, is like that we are building something that uh, will achieve scale. Pick an industry. Uh, I'm going to go back. Pick an industry where you can play long-term games with long-term people. I've been doing this podcast for three years. Hopefully, you and I, we're playing long-term games. And uh, I think that has a lot to do with the, you know, you need to really learn uh, an industry so you know what you can flex and and build uh, things. Okay, I'm going to move on. The internet has massively broadened the possible space of careers. Most people haven't figured this out yet. Yeah, I look at my friends. Uh, most of them have just normal jobs. There's a few of them that actually have skills that are marketable on the internet, but they have absolutely no idea how to do that. Um, play iterated games. All returns in life, whether in wealth, relationships, or knowledge, come from compound interest. You're going to start small. Everyone in this space, you know, uh, you had your first sale, and then you had your 10th, and then your 100th, and you know, it compounds, especially if you have uh, more resources, more capital. Okay, pick a business partner, pick business partners with high intelligence, energy, and above all, integrity. Don't partner with cynics and pessimists. Their beliefs are self-fulfilling. Learn to sell, learn to build. If you can do both, you will be unstoppable. I think uh, about a third of the stuff I cover on the podcast is actually just like learning to sell, you know, a conversion rate optimization. How do you make an unstoppable offer, uh, like, like the best offer and, and, and at, the, at a good price that actually not even necessarily a good price, like the right price. If, if, you, if you can package your messaging, sometimes just Amazon FBA is all it needs to be as a good offer. But then again, I'm in the service. I do some services on the side and like, you know, I have to learn how to sell. It, it's a really interesting skill, you know, co- uh, copywriting and all that. And hopefully I'm getting better at the podcast, but this applies to many different parts of business. Arm yourself with specific knowledge, accountability, and leverage. Specific knowledge is knowledge that you cannot be trained for. If society can train you, it can train someone else and replace you. Specific knowledge is found by pursuing your genuine curiosity and passion rather than whatever is hot right now. Building specific knowledge will feel like play to you, but will look like work to others. When specific knowledge is taught, it's through apprenticeships, not schools. Specific knowledge is often highly technical or creative. It cannot be outsourced or automated. Some really strong Amazon sellers actually started from other Amazon businesses. They saw like, you know, they joined a team of 20 and they saw what was going on. They learned the ropes and then they ventured off and did their their own thing. That's pretty common. And, um, you know, if you're young in your career, there's a lot you can still learn. And, and on-the-job experiences just really beats a lot of things. And see it as an, as an apprenticeship. Um, embrace accountability and take business risks under your own name. Society will reward you with responsibility, equity, and leverage. I take a lot of risks under my, under my own name. <laughs> and, you know, I tell people my businesses and like, yeah, sure, there's a little bit of risk, but like I, I get a lot of I get a lot of benefit. A lot of people contact me. I get answers to my questions all the time. The most accountable people have singular public and risky brands. Oprah, Trump, Kanye, Elon, 
This is a quote. Give me a lever long enough and, and a place to stand, and I will move the earth by Archimedes. That's back to that lever thing. Um, fortunes require leverage. Business leverage comes from capital, people, and products with no marginal cost of replication. Parentheses, code and media. Now, um, Amazon FBA is not code or media, but there are the, the, the cost of replication because of manufacturers doing what they do. They usually actually get the, the economics usually get better with scale. You know, uh, the price per unit goes down. Your uh, shipping price per pound goes down if you're able to get to a full container size. And um, so, you know, there, there is economies of scale that do help you in this business. Now, it's not the same as code. And we know, but like, you know, not everyone's going to start the next uh, Google or Facebook. So um, I'll move on. Capital means money. To raise money, apply your specific knowledge with accountability and show resulting good judgment. Labor means people working for you. It's the oldest and most fought over form of leverage. Labor leverage will impress your parents, but don't waste your life chasing it. Uh, we've, I hope a lot of you probably have used labor leverage. Uh, we use it every day um, in some form or another. Uh, I think it's, you do need to use some labor leverage. I think overseas employees, I, I'm still hiring more and more overseas. Love it, love it, love it. Um, they're actually all the most, if someone were to ask me like who would I, what would hurt me the most in um, my business, it's actually letting go of of my overseas workers. They, just the ROI that they give is just phenomenal. Uh, loved investing in that. Um, capital and labor are permissioned leverage. Every, everyone is chasing capital, but someone has to give it to you. Everyone is, everyone is trying to lead, but someone has to follow you. I actually think this is probably one of my better strengths is I'm an overly optimistic person, and so I've had a decent time getting people to to say yes to working with me. Um, I, I invest back into them. And so not too hard on that. I just don't have infinite resources to hire as many people as I'd like. Um, code and media are permissionless leverage. They're the leverage behind the newly rich. You can create software and media that works for you while you sleep. Um, I think media takes on a lot of different facets. You know, email is media. Uh, social is obviously media. It's permissionless. Like you can start doing this without, there's no gatekeepers. There's no one out there saying like, oh, you can't have an email account. You know, in fact, it's, it's kind of the reverse. People want uh, to make money off of you sending out a lot of emails if you're like MailChimp. And um, I've spent years building that and uh, it's been very, very helpful to my career to being able to have a lot of people to rely on and actually even a, an email list. Now I have 20,000 emails of people through one way or another have come in contact with me and any week that I do something interesting, I can tell them. So uh, as an Amazon seller, there are a lot of ways for you to, to jump into this space. Um, you know, social, there's formulas that work even for product type businesses. Maybe it's a little bit hard if you uh, uh, are 
getting you're starting brand new, but there are ways. There are brands that can uh, I don't know build viral content of its own. I think the the short form videos are are brand new and uh, very effective, but also very easy to get wrong. <laughs> so media is media is a tricky one. It's 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 hard. I could probably do a full uh, episode on how to build up your. Um, uh, you know, what we could call your media. Basically, almost it's like your launch strategy. How can you get in front of as many eyeballs as possible quickly for, for the cheapest cost? Okay, moving on. An army of robots is freely available. It's just packed in data centers for heat and space, space efficiency. Use it. The army of robots for us is Amazon FBA. If you can't code, write books and blogs, record videos and podcasts. I think a lot of people have a product that's tangential to a community that would care about it. And uh, you can create content. You could be a part of the community. You could create a newsletter. I acquired a pickleball business that was kind of part of the business. And um, they totally missed the boat on specializing and becoming a part of the community. It only got bigger and more competitive when there was a space to create the best newsletter for pickleball, period. There was a space to, to, uh, to create a podcast, to create a YouTube channel that has the best pickleball content and um, didn't do that. So now it's actually too competitive. We kind of don't invest a lot into it. Leverage is a force multiplier for your judgment. Judgment requires experience, but can be built faster by learning foundational skills. There is no skill called business. Avoid business magazines and business classes. Study microeconomics, game theory, psychology, persuasion, ethics, mathematics, and computers. Reading is faster than listening. Doing is faster than watching. You should be too busy to do coffee while still keeping an uncluttered calendar. Set and enforce an, inspirational, an, an aspirational personal hourly rate. If fixing a problem will save less than your hourly rate, ignore it. If outsourcing a task will cost less than your hourly rate, outsource it. Work as hard as you can, even though who you work with and what you work on are more important than how hard you work. Jeez, like a lot of like really just like good nuggets there. You can spend, you know, uh, entire conversations on each of those. Um, it's kind of like, you know, a category on Amazon. The category, you know, you work as hard as you can on a specialization, but like turns out what you choose, to, what product you choose to launch actually ends up being more important than um, how hard you work on it. So that initial research phase um, is very important, like really understanding you know, what a category is. And, if, and, and, and then when you really do that, you can use your judgment to disrupt uh, the current flow. Be the new competitor that like everyone hates. You can be that, you always can. It's not gonna be easy, but you have to learn how to build and design and source and all that jazz. Become the best in the world at what you do. Keep re redefining what you do until this is true. There are no get rich quick schemes. That's just someone else getting rich off you. Apply specific knowledge with leverage and eventually you will get what you deserve. When you're finally wealthy, you'll realize that it wasn't what you were seeking in the first place, but that's for another day. So before jumping on that last part, um, I actually think about this a lot uh, in my space. Like I, 
I spent a lot of time learning about Amazon data. You know, we're, we're going to try and build uh, some things that are just going to get, you know, hundreds of millions of data points. And we need that uh, to build out smart's got to be true. And so I really just have to become an expert more and more and more on all the things that matter, the things that actually make a difference for your business. And so I'm trying to be, you know, the best at what I do. Part of the reason I bring on uh, experts onto this podcast is I get to, you know, hear about all the different parts of uh, building a business and, and it, it helps. People, uh, you know, I, I have opinions on any other people's businesses of how they can, how they can make their success approach 100%. If you're in business long enough and you learn the right things and you start to build good judgment, your chances of succeeding are 100%. And then I just love this, like this is a total masterclass on, um, on wealth creation and basically how everyone could uh, succeed in their business. And then he finally wraps it up with, when you're finally wealthy, you'll realize that it wasn't what you were seeking in the first place, but that's for another day. What can you say off of that final thing? Like, you know, are you ultimately gonna be happier if you become wealthy? Yes and no, like it's like money solves your money problems and that's kind of it. Uh, I know some very wealthy people that have plenty of family problems. They have plenty of, uh, uh, you know, just issues that just keep coming up and like, you know, it doesn't make their life easier, but like their money problems, yeah, they're solved. Uh, but like sometimes money creates new problems. That's what I've actually seen in wealthy people. But what does, I actually think the most valuable thing is doing it yourself. Business can be a game. When you're doing it really well, it's fun. And, and that fun kind of builds a, uh, a confidence level that nothing else can give you. It's a sense of accomplishment. And, and that's, that's generally what I seek. I'm, I'm, I'm a little competitive. I want to do really well. I want to beat other people. I want to be the best. Um, but it's not necessarily about, you know, just dollar bills. Like I'm going to, I'm going to live in a comfortable house before I'm doing fine right now, living a fairly middle-class lifestyle. And there, there, there's more to life, but boy is business just a lot of fun. Um, so check this out. Just Google Naval. Um, N-A-V-A-L, the uh, how to get rich without getting lucky. If you were to move to a new country, I would follow this template. If you were to uh, be in a place that you, you move to a new industry, I would follow this template. So um, that's all I've got. Hopefully, you know, something here has stuck out at you and that's you... Uh, our fist pumping in the air, ready to go, knowing that you know we have levers today that weren't around 20 years ago. And I truly, sincerely believe this. Every single person listening to this can build a seven-figure Amazon business. It is so obtainable. It's incredibly obtainable. And uh, uh, we'll leave it there. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode. Um, you know, if you're feeling generous today, uh, give a review to the pod. We love to see it. And uh, if you want to email me, scott at smartscout.com, 
I'd love to answer a few more questions on the podcast so that we uh, make this a two-way street. So um, there's that. Thanks, everyone, and uh, have a good week. One, two, three. Yeah.